Hello, welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Kyle. And we're back from Japan. We're back. And we're really tired. Yeah, the jet lag is real. So jet lag is when you go to another place from where you're from, and there's a time difference, and you want to be asleep when it is bright out, and you want to be awake when it is dark out, and it totally messes up your homeostasis, your circadian rhythm, it totally messes with that. Yeah, about three o'clock every afternoon, I I get punched in the face by my body saying, hey, you need to go to sleep because that's about 4 a.m. Tokyo time. Yeah, Tokyo is 13 hours ahead of Eastern Standard Time where we are. And I feel like going there, it took us maybe two or three days to get used to the time. We've been back for a couple days, and I say coming back is so much worse. (laughs) Coming back is worse. I feel like when we got there, after the trip, I was wrecked. But, like, the next day, I felt fine, and I was fine for the rest of the trip. We've been back for three, almost four days now, and I'm still feeling it. Like, I thought I was finally over it, but about a half hour ago, I feel like I'm dying right now. Yeah. I feel like part of it is we're not on vacation anymore, and we have to do our normal things we have to do every day, and it's just harder. I forgot that I had scheduled to lecture a class this week as well as working on a paper that's due and then uh, a take-home exam due the week after at the beginning of the next week. So I came back full swing into it and it has not been easy. We came back at like 4 a.m. Sunday morning. I scheduled an exercise class for Monday three weeks before and I totally forgot. And then when it was starting to get into the late afternoon, I was like, oh crap. And I had remembered, and I was like, I'm really tired. I don't know if I can do this, so I canceled. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a struggle at work. (laughs) I mean, it was hard right before the vacation, because you're already in vacation mode. Oh, yeah. And you just want to not be there. But it's hard, like, readjusting back into not having an awesome time every day. I miss it. This was your first time flying internationally. We talked a, a little bit about what your expectations were. Um, two episodes ago. How was it expectation to reality? I had never been on a flight longer than like two, two and a half hours. And the flight to Tokyo from Montreal was 13 hours. That, I thought the biggest problem for me was going to be going to the bathroom. It was not. The person sitting on the aisle on our trip there was incredibly nice. And whenever he would get up, I would get up. Uh, just to make it easier for us. And then on the trip back, Emily was in the aisle, so I didn't feel bad making Emily get up. Mm-hmm. The thing that I did not anticipate, and I don't know why I didn't think about this, is I cannot sleep sitting up. I did not sleep on the plane longer than maybe 20 minutes, even after taking sleeping pills. So when we got there, I was exhausted, frustrated, tired, And getting to where we were staying on the train, I think that pulled any last bit of sanity I had, and I was just done at that point. A 13-hour flight is really hard. (laughs) On a frequent flyer and a newbie, we went on Air Canada, 
And it was a lot better than American Airlines from my experience. I don't think I've ever flown American, so. so bad. The plane that we were on was relatively new, so Mm -hmm. it had nice video screens. We watched The Godfather together to kill three hours. Yeah, (laughs) I on the trip home, I watched The Godfather and then, like, two long episodes of Game of Thrones. So that was, like, basically another three hours. What I really, really liked about this Air Canada flight, though, was that the bathroom had a window. Yeah. It was so incredible. I don't know how to describe to you, but, like, a normal plain bathroom is, like, a really dark closet. And all you can do is stare at yourself at the mirror when you're going to the bathroom. And it's so awkward. And the lighting's bad. And your skin looks horrible. But this had, like, a window. And there was natural light. At one point, our aisle seat friend came back from the bathroom and goes, hey, check this out. And he had taken photos of the frozen tundra of Siberia in the mountains where we were flying over at that point in time. And we were both like, I gotta go to the bathroom right now. And we went and took our own photos. It was very much a, I can see Russia from my house moment. The food is airline food. They do accommodate for vegetarians, but you have to tell them beforehand The flight there, they basically gave me a vegetarian meal that was frozen solid. I've eaten frozen food before, but none that have not been heated. This was a legit sandwich that was frozen solid. I couldn't really heat it up. I tried. I rubbed it. I was like, nothing. I just fucking ate that thing frozen. Frozen chickpea sandwich. It was the saddest meal I think I've ever consumed. (laughs) That was a low point. Meanwhile, I had like ham sandwich and biscoff cookies and other than that i mean it's typical airline food it's definitely not good but it wasn't slop but on top of that to make things a bit better you do get free alcohol on international flights no you get free alcohol on air canada international flights well on that international flight yeah there was wine whiskey vodka uh beer beer we hit that up. Once Once we saw people ordering alcohol, I was like, wait, wait, wait. What? I got a tiny little bottle of wine. It was awesome. Yeah, I had a, had a bottle of wine, a Heineken, a Molson. Smirnoff. Uh, yeah, Smirnoff and, and, and orange juice. But all this alcohol plus sleeping pills still didn't help us sleep because planes are so uncomfortable. Yeah. Let's just go over the trip in general. We basically set out to do everything that we had talked about in the previous episode. We pretty much did everything we said we were going to do. There were no giant hiccups or anything like that. No, everything actually went really well. There there were no issues and everything worked out very well for us. So for the entire trip, I knew it was going to be fun and I knew that I was going to have a good time, but... Everything really surpassed like what I could have imagined. It was so, so good. My first time being in another country, and I just loved really everything that we did. And the entire trip, just the atmosphere and everything was so good. I'll do a brief list of the things that we've done. We went to Tokyo Disney Sea. We went to Tokyo Skytree. We went to Sanrio Pearl Land. We did Hanami multiple times. Yep. Ghibli Museum. We went to the Ghibli Museum. We went to the Cup Noodle Ramen Museum. We went to... We went to a bunch of character-themed cafes. Yokohama 
Astro World or Cosmo World? Cosmo World, Cosmo World. which is um, right next to the museum. It is a theme park, and we went on the giant Ferris wheel, and I got Vertigo, and uh, we went to the Pokemon Cafe, and went to a lot of shops. We went to the Sakiji Fish Market. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, basically everything we wanted to do and set out to do, we did. We got everywhere we needed to by train. We didn't have to take an Uber, Lyft, or taxi anywhere. Pretty much everywhere was the JR lines, which are the commuter train system. And we used the subway very briefly. Most of the subway routes actually connect to JR lines, which was helpful. We used it to get to the Tokyo Skytree from uh, Tsukiji. But mostly it was the JR lines. They are above ground. The subway obviously is below ground. And we used that to get literally everywhere and walking. Oh, we yeah. did a lot of walking. We did a lot of walking, especially in Yokohama. So we probably spent about $110 on public transportation. Yes, and, and half of that was just getting to and from the airport. Which is a bitch and a half. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's rough. There are a couple of different ways that you can get from the airport. They're all really like trains. Uh, one of them is like super fast and it... It's called, like, the Narita Express. That one is really expensive. We did not use that one, but it's the quickest one. I mean, if you really got to go somewhere. It goes, like, straight... I think it goes straight to Shinjuku Station, uh, which is, like, one of the major train station hubs. Or you could take the Keisei Access and then the Keisei Skyliner. The Skyliner is, like, mid-tier. It's about $25, to get from the airport or to the airport to uh, Nipori Station. Uh, and then there's the access, which is a bit cheaper, and it takes a solid hour. The Skyliner takes you 30 minutes. Already an hour plus whatever time it takes you to get to Nipori Station is insane. It is a long commute. It is long. And it's worth it to just pay the extra for the Skyliner. So we got basically Metro cards. They're called Suica. They have also Pasmo. And you load money on them. And that's pretty much what everyone does. If you're going to go to Tokyo, I highly suggest getting one of these cards. You can turn them in at the end of your trip to get money back from it. We decided to keep ours because we plan on going back. And when you do turn them in, they will take 500 yen off as a deposit. And so basically the amount of money that we had left on the card was around 500 yen. So we would have basically just lost the amount of money we had on it, not gotten anything back, and we plan on going back. So no reason to get rid of it. Yeah. We stayed in an Airbnb, and it was a house, and a family lived there, and we basically stayed on the first floor of the house, and that was amazing. I highly recommend doing some sort of host situation, whether that be through Airbnb or some other company. That's what I recommend because our host gave us a bunch of recommendations on how to get places, where to go, mm-hmm. where the best sakura viewing places were. We even had a hanami with her and her family. It was really, really nice I'm so glad that we were able to stay with this family. We would have loved to stay with our friend, but her apartment is very small. (laughs) So it was nice being able to stay in a house. They gave us a key. We had our own little bathroom on the first floor. 
Uh, they had a washroom up on the second floor. They had a washing machine we were allowed to use. They gave us full access to their kitchen. They were the absolute nicest people. They took us out to their favorite Sakura park. We had our own little mini Hanami with them. And then when we got back to the house, we went out with the parents and bought dinner. They, they bought us dinner so we could split it back at home. And they showed us the shrine and the park near their house. And we took a bunch of selfies together. It was great. There are cheaper options than a host situation. There's the capsule hotels. There is um, hostels. You cannot get those cheaper on Airbnb. Airbnb has really been cracked down upon in Japan. Our original booking was for a basically a dorm room. It was a private small room in a um, hostel. And those kinds of places are not on Airbnb anymore because the Japanese government is really cracking down on that. So you can definitely go for a hosting situation through Airbnb, but that is it. If you need cheaper accommodations, you're going to have to go through a legit hotel or um, hostel system, which is going to be owned by a hotel. So you'll have to do some research on that. Though I truly, truly recommend Airbnb for this. This was amazing. Yeah, it could not have been any better. So overall, it was a really great trip, and I can't wait to go back. I feel like that every time I go. I'm like, can't (laughs) wait to go back. (laughs) It was such an actually bummer coming back. So what was your favorite thing that we did, and what was your favorite thing that we ate? So uh, my favorite thing was the Hanami. It was nice to hang out with our friend and to meet some other people who she knows in Tokyo and um, drink and eat and see the beautiful trees in Yoyogi Park. It was a lot of fun. That was my favorite thing that we did. And my favorite thing that we ate would be the tuna steak skewers from Skiji Market that um, were garlicky and peppery, and they were so good. And a guy was making them with a blowtorch. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was great. My favorite thing also was Hanami. I had such a good time hanging out with our friends and uh, other new people and just talking and and enjoying the the weather and the trees. It was very beautiful. And then my favorite thing I ate, probably a tie between the tamago yaki that I had at the Skiji Fish Market and the copious amounts of 7-Eleven and Lawson onigiri that I ate. I we ate, ate so much. I ate an absurd amount of those. Like, every day I tried to get different ones to figure out the best ones for me. Turned out those were the soft-boiled egg ones. Those are so good. I mean, the convenience stores in Japan, there's nothing else like it. They're basically like Wawa's. They are. They're all like Wawa's. It's bullshit. They're over here. Over here, it's such garbage. I would never buy food at a 7-Eleven in the United States. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm not above doing that. I am. But I'm just, like, so disappointed now. I will say I'm going to be making some rice balls at home. I think you mean jelly donuts. <laughs> jelly donuts. So let's uh, close out this episode with some song recommendations. My weekly recommendation to get you through some jet lag is Expectation by Girls' Day, because that song slaps. My recommendation is uh, Red Velvet's Sayonara. 
that is absolutely one of the best songs that they have dropped. They keep killing it. Stan Red Velvet. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Soulmates Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Soulmates Podcast. And we have a bunch of photos and a photo story from Japan. You can relive our vacation through it. So check out at Soulmates Podcast. You can also find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on YouTube under Soulmates Podcast. And you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, pretty much wherever podcasts are found. You can find us under Soulmates Podcast because we distribute through iTunes. Yeah. Have a great week. Goodbye. Bye.